This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I've had families come into my office and the parents will say like, well, we'll come and talk to you about her anxiety, but we're not allowed to use the word anxiety when we talk about anxiety. And of course, I don't go along with that, but I explain to them how important it is to just be able to say it out loud, to just be able to to talk about it. Welcome to Fluster Clucks with Lynn Lyons, where we talk about worry and other big feelings in parenting. I'm your co-host, Robin. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law, and I'm here to ask your questions. And I'm Lynn Lyons. I'm an anxiety expert, speaker, mom, and author, and I've been a therapist for over 30 years. Parenting can be a Fluster Clucks, and I'm here to help you find your way. So Lynn, on our summer break, you're just sort of giving us a summer nugget of wisdom to think about while we are uh, releasing abbreviated episodes. What is the summer nugget today? Robin, today's summer nugget. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm on the prices right or something. Show us what's behind summer nugget curtain number three. Today's summer nugget is parents. Sometimes when you have a child who's anxious, And when you have a child who worries about things, you are afraid to say the word anxiety in front of them or afraid to say the word worry in front of them because as parents have told me, it triggers them. So I want you to not do that anymore. It is okay for you to talk openly about worry or nervous or anxiety, whatever term you want to use. Because it gets kids used to the idea that they're going to have a lot of different feelings. I've gone into many high schools and different schools and somebody will say to me, well, there's a student who's not going to come to your presentation because they're really anxious and talking about anxiety makes them anxious. Human beings have this way of thinking that if, if we don't say the words, then it doesn't exist. Or if we don't talk about it, that makes it better. That's the case for some things, and it's certainly the case for certain age groups. But 40 years ago, you didn't say the word cancer because we couldn't talk about the fact that somebody had cancer. Or even longer before that, we didn't say the word divorce because you couldn't, you couldn't acknowledge that somebody had gone through a divorce. Or pregnant. Right. I forgot about pregnant. We're big on euphemisms. We like to say things that mean something and it's all kind of like nod, nod, wink, wink. We know what we're talking about. It's really okay to say it and talk about it because it normalizes it. And when you are saying in your family, when you are making rules, you can't say this word because it causes them to feel anxious and the word is anxious, think about that. I'm doing my Hermione Granger. Oh, 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 oh okay, oh, oh. okay, go ahead. What was her great quote when she schooled Draco Malfoy's father? He was like, you dare say the name of the Dark Lord? You know, when she says Voldemort. And then she was like, not saying a name only increases its power. Right. 
that's just this whole idea that we can't say it. Because think of when you're saying to a child or when a child says to you, we can't say that word because even bringing it up means that it's too overwhelming and we can't handle it. We're trying to do the opposite. What does anxiety want? It wants certainty and comfort. We know that not talking about it, denying it, pathologizing it, it likes to be big and huge. I always want to bring it down and to say, this is a process. It's not complicated. Let's go through it. So when you take any word off the table, you're really giving it power. We're not going to say it because what if we say it? It reminds me of people saying, if you had somebody that you love died and they say, well, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to remind him. And I always say, he actually knows. You're not reminding him. He's thinking about it a lot. And it really is just shifting out of this idea that if we don't talk about things or if we don't say that word anxiety or we don't say the word vomit or we don't say the word death or we don't say the word whatever, that somehow that makes it better. It makes it more powerful. Lumen is the world's first handheld metabolic coach. It's a device that measures your metabolism through your breath. And on the app, it lets you know if you are burning fat or carbs, and it gives you a tailored guidance to improve your nutrition, workouts, sleep, and even stress management. So how Lumen works is that you breathe into the Lumen device first thing in the morning, and you'll know what's going on with your metabolism, whether you're burning mostly fat or carbs. And then Lumen gives you a personalized nutrition plan for that day based on your measurements. You can also breathe into it before and after workouts and meals, so you know exactly what's going on in your body in real time. And Lumen will give you tips to keep you on top of your health game. I love the extra data that I'm getting about my health right now. Because for many women of my age, as we are going through a long chapter of hormone changes, Lumen's helping me use my body's data to make the best choices. So your metabolism is your body's engine. It's how your body turns the food you eat into the fuel that keeps you going. And because your metabolism is at the center of everything your body does, optimal metabolic health translates to a bunch of benefits, including easier weight management, improved energy levels, and better sleep, which is key. So Lumen gives you recommendations to improve your metabolic health. So what is metabolic flexibility and why should you care? Well, the key to metabolic health is something called metabolic flexibility. We love flexibility at Fluster Clucks, and that's where Lumen really shines. It refers to your body's ability to efficiently switch between using different fuel sources like carbs and fats, and there are preferred times to use each, and how well you can switch places you on the metabolic flexibility spectrum. So after getting to know you through your breath, Lumen gives you a metabolic flex score that you can track and improve upon. So if you want to take the next step in improving your health, go to lumen.me and use Fluster to get $100 off Lumen. That's L-U-M-E-N-D-O-T-M-E. And use Fluster at checkout for $100 off. Thank you, Lumen, for sponsoring this episode. 
If you are a mom who's trying to keep your calendar organized, keep your family's appointments where they need to be, then I'll tell you, the Skylight Calendar is a product that you ought to check out. You know how it is. Running a household can be pure chaos and it can be so stressful. This is why you need to check out the Skylight Calendar. It is going to make your life easier, mom. It really is. The Skylight Calendar is a smart touchscreen calendar and organizer for all your chores, groceries, to-do lists, and a great way to manage appointments to make sure they never overlap and they're never missed. It helps keep busy households on track so families can get time back for moments that really matter. The Skylight Calendar is so easy to use and to set up. It's not going to frustrate you. You're going to be able to get it going within minutes. It syncs events from other family calendars, including Google, Apple, Outlook. You can add events directly using the touch screen or with the free Skylight mobile app. Updates to linked calendars will automatically appear on the Skylight calendar at home. So no more worrying that you guys are going to forget something. No more cluttered paper calendars. It shows all family events together in one spot. The events are color-coded so you can easily see what everyone has going on each week. When the calendar's not in use, you can turn it into a digital picture frame. It's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love the Skylight calendar, you'll receive a full refund. They offer a 120-day money-back guarantee and free returns. You can't beat it. I think the feature that I love most is the collaborative way we can all add to the grocery list. And then when I'm ready to place an online order, whether I'm at home or my office, I have that list and there's no more items that we forget. So as a special time-limited offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash flusterclucks. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash flusterclucks. Mother's Day is coming right up. So order today to get 15% off your purchase at skylightcal.com slash flusterclucks. This is that culture of elimination Mm -hmm. that you talk about. But this applies to almost everything. Yeah. This applies to the households where parents don't ever want to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. They're trying to eliminate sex from the world. Mm -hmm. And that isn't actually how you raise sexually responsible teenagers. Don't ever talk about alcohol and drinking. Mm -hmm. That's not really studies show that's not the best way to also manage it. And you're always saying, just go for it. Talk about everything. What you're normalizing is the ability to handle things as a family. Right. And that things can be spoken about so that if you have a problem, if you have an issue, if you have something that's confusing to you, or you don't know what something means, we want to give kids the message that being able to talk about it and say those words, we're getting better at a lot of things with this. And I do think we're getting better, of course, at talking about mental health and giving it a name and calling it out for what it is. Just pay attention to the euphemisms that you use or to the things that you're trying to avoid talking about. Just normalize it because it's a part of human life. It's a part of being an emotionally connected human being to talk about anxiety, talk about moods, talk about our feelings, talk about the things that feel difficult. 
kids are much more used to it now, younger kids, because we have talked about it more. You may recognize as a, an adult that you came from a family that didn't talk about those things. We're not supposed to talk about that. As I've said, my father-in-law used to say when you'd bring something up that made him uncomfortable, which was 98% of the things that happened in the world, he used to say, we shall not discuss that in a Victorian household. Wait, what? I never told you that? In a Victorian household? Yes, that's what he used to say. Because he must have heard his great-grandparents say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just got passed down. It was sort of sticky, like he thought it was kind of funny. I remember hearing the first time he said that, you know, when I was probably 18 and thinking like, what the heck does that mean? Wow. Just to put it into practice, you've got a child who's afraid of dogs. So then the parent's like, let's not talk about dogs. Right. It's going to upset our child. Right. That pattern, if you play along with that pattern, it's going to change into something else, into something else, into something else. Right. It's no longer going to be about dogs several years later. Right. If the pattern is when something bothers you or when something is difficult or when something makes you feel uncomfortable, then we're going to not use those words. That becomes problematic. Yeah. You know, that's how we communicate. And it's okay to talk about these things. It's okay to bring them up. It's okay for your kids to ask questions. And you're exactly right, Robin, is that the research shows very clearly that when we don't talk to kids about things, it makes the problem worse. This whole idea that if I, if I never talk to them about it, we won't give them the idea that that exists. They'll figure it out on their own and then it'll, you know, they'll fill the void with all their own information. But not talking about it is the problem. So say the words. It's okay. If it comes up, say the word. And don't fall for the trap of my child is anxious, so we can't talk about anxiety. People come into my office with a child who has got a significant problem with anxiety, and they don't want me to say the word anxiety. I'll say to them, if you went to a foot doctor because you had a bunion, would you tell the podiatrist he's not allowed to say the word foot or the word bunion? It just doesn't work. We're going to just talk about it, talk about it, talk. not incessantly. You don't have to have constant conversation about it. But when it comes up, use the word as it's appropriate to use the word. A good check-in as a parent, are there things you don't want to talk about? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself, are there topics you don't want to talk about? Because mm -hmm. they make you uncomfortable. Be brave and talk about it. I know. You just got to step into that messy, uncomfortable conversation. It's hard. And also think about in your family growing up, what were the euphemisms that were used? The other term from my in-laws family is when everybody, when anybody was referred to as a salt of the earth kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, he's, uh, he's got a drinking problem. Oh, I've never heard that either. Yeah. You've never heard salt of the earth kind of guy? No. Oh, see, you didn't grow up in New England. Salt of the earth kind of guy who hangs out at the package store. That's another New England expression yeah, that I... Yeah, packy. Yeah, yeah, what the heck? Well, you get packages there. Packages of alcohol. Right, well, just pack... We don't like to say that. We don't like to say that you're going there to get alcohol. You're just going to get a package. Gotcha. Right, because we don't want to talk about it. It's a package. Yeah, I came from a TMI family, so <laughs> I did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did. <laughs> But, you know, I, honestly, I, I really embrace that now. I'm glad I did. Yeah. I'm glad I was raised by a single mom who talked about everything. Yeah. I mean, she didn't hold anything back. 
I didn't give her credit at the time because how would I have known? But now I really admire the courage it took her mm-hmm. to just not be afraid to talk about anything. Right. right. Now I'm that parent who's like, I want to talk to you about anything. And my kids are like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> so it's almost back to school season. And I just want you to know that we've got you covered. We are about to release our next course, which is all about talking to anxious kids. It's a great tool for parents. And I think it can make this next year a much better year after what we went through last year. Mm -hmm. It just gives you the language. It's very concrete, as I always try and be. I want to talk to my kid about this. What do I say? What do I do? How do I approach it? I just lay it out there. Okay, so the Fluster Clucks Parenting Retreat is going to be closing registration soon. We now only have a few spots remaining. And it is all about raising courageous and resilient kids. Lynn will offer workshops for families where anxiety could be at any level, whether you are focusing on preventing or if you are focusing on managing. You also get a pre-consult call with Lynn by phone a private session with Lynn at Canyon Ranch, and a post-retreat phone call too. So for the people who've always wanted to be a client of Lynn's but couldn't get access to her, the retreat is a possibility. So we hope that you register. It's also a ton of fun. It is a ton of fun. If you've never been to Canyon Ranch, if it's been on your bucket list, it really is an amazing place. It's a small group. We keep it purposely small. It is just a wonderful place. You will feel nurtured and you will feel well-fed and you will have lots of fun things to do. And as Robin said, you get access to, I'm not going to say that. You get access to me. You get access to me. (laughs) I'm going to be there for all of you that want access to me. I'll be there. (laughs) So join our Facebook group this summer and you'll be notified first of these courses and events that we're having. So thanks for listening to another episode of Fluster Clucks. It's so great to have you with us. Enjoy your summer, and we will be back at it in full force before you know it. Bye, Lynn. Bye, Robin. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. <laughs> well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.